This is the old Trailblazer broadcast. Pastor Alva Pendarvis bringing you another old-time, old-fashioned gospel message from God's Word. Yes, we stay with Thus Saith the Lord. We invite you to write us. Our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study in the epistle of Peter, the first epistle of Peter, the first letter there that Peter wrote to the early Christian. We're now in chapter 2 and uh, looking at verse 11 and 12. Let me read those verses there to you. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lust, which were which war against the soul, having your behavior honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may be uh, may may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Here we find Peter, after having said that those early believers were a chosen and a separated people unto God, now he begins to warn or to beseech or to entreat them to live as the Lord would have them to live. Now, my friend, that's why we need God's messenger. That's why we need the Bible. That's why we need the Word of God, that we might see how the Lord wants us to live and how to conduct ourselves. We are so uh, unaware of those things. Yeah, and and here the P- Peter the Apostle is beginning to lay out for these people how the Lord would have them to live. They were to win others to the Lord by their godly lives and their holy conversation. How much we today need to take heed to those words of wisdom. You and I who know the Lord, you and I who are born again, we need to stay with God's word in heeding the instructions for our daily walk with the Lord. I know that the desire of anyone who's ever been redeemed by the blood of Christ is to walk in obedience to his command. But all the while, if we're not careful, if we are prone to allow ourselves to be taken up with the world uh, and to become, as it were, a partner with sin, with Satan, and therefore all of our lose all of our testimony, our witnessing will all be in vain. The world that you and I live in is a pleasure-mad world, my friend. Many of our folks, our families, only know the gospel from what they see in our lives. They may not say one thing to you. They may ignore you and your walk with the Lord. But underneath underneath all of that veneer, of that cover-up, I believe that they watch your life and they watch mine like a hawk watches a chicken. This is why we must be very careful to do as Peter Oh, Peter says here, having our behavior honest among us. I know that we live in a day when honest, uh, honestly, honestly goes along, uh, my friend, uh, with all of the other moral values. Honesty is just about passed off the scene, haven't it? Yes, all but disappeared. But God's children have been delivered from all evil thinking and evil doing. And no longer do we think like the world. No. We don't think like the world anymore. 
We don't smell like the world. We don't smoke like the world. We don't cuss like the world and chew like the world and spit like the world. No, my, my friend, we don't. How many so-called religionists have given themselves away, showing their old sinful nature when they have behaved in a manner that is not like a Christian should behave? One thing that I believe this morning, and that is that sin, sin must be paid for, my sin. Sin will be paid for. You sin blatantly with no regard for God. Unless there comes repentance uh, for that life of for that life of sin, you will pay for that life of sin. How many do I know today who are suffering in some matter? Their homes are wrecked and ruined. Their children are disobedient. Their marriages are all broken up. And they wonder why? I tell you why, my friend. It's because of sin in their lives. Sin does not die from old age. No. The trailblazer said sin doesn't die with old age even though it has gray whiskers. No. Sin must be paid for. And if you will not repent, if you will not acknowledge your sin, if you will not seek forgiveness, then you will be, then you will pay. Oh, yes. Yes, you will pay, my friend, with uh, your heartache and with your suffering. Yes. I know folks who have lived a lifetime of sin, unfaithful to their wives, uh, abandoning their own children, running out at night in every hellhole they could find. But now their hair has turned snow white. They're all crippled up with some disease. They have uh, their backs, their stoops, shoulders are stooped. And they're wondering why. They're wondering why all this trials and tribulation come upon me. But listen, I tell you why, friend. Sin must be paid for. There's been no sign of repentance in that heart. Some of you put up some pitiful little excuse, but let me say, uh, you've not gotten honest with the Lord. No, you're just still in your sin, and you may be sick unto death, but you're not uh, thrown down uh, those cigarettes. No, no, not your wine bottle. No, you've not stopped your bingo playing and video poker playing and carousing around at night. Listen, but God hates sin, my friend. He hates every vestige of sin. I know that you don't hear this kind of preaching uh, in our average church. Folks tell me that I've quit preaching and gone to meddling. But my friend, it's my business to meddle uh, where there's sin. The Lord called me to preach the gospel. He never He never told me to, to be careful, uh, to not offend your little feelings, your little uh, sympathetic feelings. No. He told me to take the sword of the word and to go forth blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. My friend, God's true messenger is the best friend you'll ever have to call your attention to the fact that you're sin, that you're sinning away your time, that you're sinning away your life. You've lived a life of sin, and yet you're still living in that sin. You're not willing to re to repent. You're not willing to acknowledge that you're to blame, my friend. Yes, uh, I have folks write me and tell me, Oh, Pastor, pray for me. I want to be saved. But they go on living like hell. They spend their money on the pleasures of the world. They won't come here to hear the gospel. They take offense if I step on their little toes sometime. But, uh, my friend... <coughs> They go on living in sin. I believe that God hates hypocrisy. 
He hates the hypocrite more than any other sin. Yes, I believe he does. I'm not talking about folks out there in the world. No, I'm talking about church members, church-going people, living like the devil under a cloak of religion. The Bible tells the sinner and the saint, come out from among them and be ye separate. No man is ever saved in his sin. No, we're saved from sin. I'm telling you this morning, some of you here under this ministry, uh, yes, you come up here from a child. You know the truth, and yet you're... uh, dabbling in sin how much more awful it will be for you in hell my friend than for the individual who's never heard the truth you say oh uh are you you believe that way yes i do the bible teaches it i would say that you are sinning with all your with your eyes wide open i believe that's your case my friend you tell me who you who want to be saved and you sit here for years and and i tell you that you are, uh, are not honest in seeking the lord christ came to save sinners from their sin but no sinners have ever no sinner has ever been saved against that old stubborn will. Did you understand that statement? No sinner has ever been saved against his will. He hadn't. You want to have your own way. You have found something that you cannot uh, agree with. The Lord in his dealings with you to put his finger upon something. You are attempting to tell God how to save you, and all the while hang on to some darling sin, my friend. I don't know what it is, but my friend, if if I was you, I would ask the Lord to show me. Did you know the Lord will put his finger upon that sin in your life? He'll not bring you one inch closer to the Lord until you forsake that sin, confess it, and repent of it. I wish I could make you think this morning. Are you sure that you want to be saved? Are you willing to have your will broken? Are you willing to submit your old will unto the Lord? Listen, when God saves a sinner, he's not coming back. That old life he once knew is gone. If you'd rather hang on to your old life, then, uh, then, then, then stay where you are and go to hell for your trouble, my friend. But at least be honest with the Lord about it. I see many who have uh, two or three faces. Yeah, they, they wear these masks. They wear one to church. It's that kind, pleasant, easygoing face. Oh, I, I, I want to know Christ. Please pray for me, Pastor. Uh, sugar will not melt in their mouth. But when they get it home, when they go home, then they wear another face. It's that hard, cruel, self-righteous face. Uh, who does that preacher think he is calling my name there in the church house? What business is of his? What right has he got to call my name, to, to lay his hand or lay his uh, God's word against my money? This is my money. Oh, my friend, all my time. No, that's not his time. Why is he always harping on sin? Aren't we all sinners? But my friend, the truly awakened sinner all always has on the same face. You see him whenever you see him. He doesn't mix with the rowdy group. No, he doesn't. He does his job. He's kind and gentle and easily entreated, no matter the circumstances, because one day, my friend, that's the face he will wear when the Lord saves him. Yes, yes, God's child always has on the same face, my friend. Uh, he knows that he deserves the judgment of God. He knows that he's been pardoned from the sin and the awfulness of sin. But his prayer is now, the awakened sinner, Lord, save me for Christ's sake. Yes, yes, my friend, the Word says, uh, Lord, the Word says, 
that I'm a sinner, but also it says Christ died for sinners. Listen, uh, has not the old trailblazer broadcast, uh, those of you who have heard, if God ever saves us, uh, uh, ever gives us a revival, we will see, see, see souls praying here for Holy Spirit conviction. Then we'll see a confessing of sin in every heart, saint and sinner. Revival only comes to a broken heart. There must come a spirit of of prayer there my friend yeah and a spirit of lamenting over our sins before our Lord will bless every time the children there in the wilderness when they sinned they were not forgiven they were not blessed until there came a repentance there come a forgiving they came to Moses crying out their heart and said intercede for us no my friend I don't see much repenting today do you I don't see much folks many folks taking the blame for their condition do you if you do I'd like to know who they are I'd like to meet them my friend we go but day by day we hardly see anyone this sorrowing over their sins no because men's hearts are darkened yes and that's what the word says uh, you who were once dead in your sin hath he quickened did you know the Lord quickens only dead sinners the Lord only saves lost sinners my friend I wish I could hammer home to your heart this morning that before you ever get saved you'll have to acknowledge that you're a sinner uh, under the in the hand of a sovereign God yes our Lord is sovereign my friend this morning he doesn't owe you anything he doesn't owe me anything but in his mercy in the mercy of our Lord, he has come and called many of us unto salvation. He's put that cry in your heart. Many of you who tell me you want to be saved, the Lord put that cry there. You didn't wake up one morning and decide to be saved. You who are hearing this broadcast for the first time, are you saved? Or do you know the Lord? Are your sins covered by the blood? You say, what is that fool talking about? I'm talking about eternity, my friend. There's only one way of entering heaven, and that's through the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Through his atoning blood, through his sacrificial death there on the cross of Calvary. One day, one day, if you never turn to the Lord, you'll have to stand and give an account in your own strength, in your own body, my friend. But those of us whom the Lord has saved, the Lord will say, well done, my servant, well done, and we'll pass on into heaven to be with our Lord forevermore. Oh, my friend, my heart's hurt heavy for you. You folks who hear the broadcast, would you would you write us and let us know that you hear? Remember, our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis invites you to attend Fellowship Weekend, October 27th through 29th at the First Baptist Church of Algiers. Join listeners from near and far for this time of old-time preaching, dinner and lunch on the grounds, and fellowship. For information and local lodging options, call the church office at 225-664-8658. That's 225-664-8658. We look forward to seeing you soon. 